Welcome back to the Rags to Riches podcast. Um, we want to kind of change, I guess, bases here. Um, we've done a few uh, ministers, pulpit ministers. Uh, we uh, we want to take some time, probably in the next few weeks, and kind of focus on music ministry. Um, and so today we have with us the one, the only, our music minister here at Souls Harbor, Brother Scott McCollum. Uh, we want him to just give his testimony of what God has done for him, uh, where God has brought him. Uh, if you don't know this man, you will be blessed today, and uh, just allow him to speak into your life right now. So, without further ado, Brother Scott. Thank you, there, Brother John. Uh, I guess I just started off uh, maybe two years ago. Uh, I know you just want me to give my testimony of things, what's going on uh, now. Uh, you know, we don't ever know, you know, what we go through and when we're going to go through it. Uh, sometimes, you know, the Lord might, you know, allow us to know things. But uh, a couple of years ago, Brother John, uh, I had started having some uh, symptoms and, uh, you know, I just... I'm, I'm not against doctors. I'm not against hospitals. Uh, you know, Luke was a physician and he was a disciple of Jesus. But uh, you know, I just just don't like going to the doctors. And my wife, you know, I started you know opening up to her about some things that was going on. Well, long story short, I went ahead and uh, just went and uh, come to find out, uh, they saw a mass on my right kidney, and uh, well. They did another scan. Now, now, just just kind of tell you, this was during when COVID was just really hitting pretty bad, and uh, you know, there you wasn't getting in the hospitals, you wasn't getting scans, you wasn't getting you know things that you know we would need uh, for our health because they was you know COVID just really took over. But uh, they was able to literally get me in. I went on a uh, I think it was a Tuesday, I believe it was, to uh, have a ultrasound done uh, on my liver, and because my liver enzymes were up, and the doctor was concerned, and uh, well, the thing that was uh, going on wasn't going on with my liver; it was my kidney, and uh, so the uh, report come in. I had to go in to see the doctor, and they said we need more scans to confirm what's going on here. So, I mean, within the next day, they done had me in the hospital and doing more scans. And uh, and that doctor confirmed what the first doctor confirmed about it being cancer. And so, uh, like I said, you know, it's kind of during them times, you just wasn't getting in the hospitals. Well, they done had me set up. I mean, before I even got the report, Brother John, the the doctor's office was already calling me, trying to set me up with a specialist, a surgeon. And I didn't even know yet what that second scan was uh, was saying, but uh, the doctor had called me up and said, yeah, that doctor confirmed it is cancer. And and so, okay, I go, and uh, you know, not my wife was crying, and uh, if you've never been told you've got cancer, uh, I can't explain to you uh, the feeling. It was a punch in the gut, but the whole time, Brother John, I wasn't worried. My wife was crying, and I'm, I'm, you know, laughing. I turned to her. The doctor just told me that doctor said you got cancer. 
and uh, they said it was a large mass. And uh, I looked at my wife. I said, "Baby, it's going to be okay." And uh, I believe that. And and uh, God is a healer. And uh, I've always told folks, if uh, God can use me through my testimony to encourage somebody else that may be going through the same thing or uh, through other health issues, then Lord, you know, use me. And so uh, I'm going to take this platform to try to encourage you tonight. But uh, they did the scans. They set me up with a surgeon within the next week. The surgeon was there, and, and uh, he said, yeah, you got cancer. And I looked at him, and, and well, first he said, you got a tumor. And, uh, and I said, no, I don't. And I knew the mass was there, but what I was telling him is it might be there, but my God is, is there, and he's going to take care of of this mass he's gonna he's gonna take care of it and like i said luke was a physician and, and i god uses doctors and uh the miracle about this brother john is uh they moved fast and they normally don't move fast and they sort of send me stuff in the mail to go ahead and uh get registered you know for the surgeon and everything we're gonna have to mail these things back in and that way they can set me up to uh with the uh, hospital to schedule a date and uh, there's not a whole lot of people that knows this, but when the they sent the paper in for me to read about my diagnosis, uh, the doctor had said that we feel like it's urgent to get this thing out. Uh, we feel like it could result in death if we don't. We don't need to wait the four to uh, six weeks to do this surgery. We need to do it now. Within three weeks probably from being diagnosed, with having cancer uh i was in the operating room getting that thing took out and uh i'll never forget you know through all of that how god just stepped in and and at that time i was uh i worked for myself and uh it's just seasonal work and i was doing a little part-time job and and um, I was trying to give, Brother John, to the church, trying to give in special offerings, trying to do a little bit more, trying to help people that were in need. And I'm saying that to say this, I believe because of me obeying God and trying to help others that are in need, because at the time I didn't think I was in need. I didn't know I had uh, health issues that was going on. And, and through that, um, naturally, you know, you're not going to get to work. And so... During all of that, I didn't get to work for six weeks. I wasn't supposed to work. No income coming in, so how are you going to get the bills paid? Well, John, I wasn't late on the first bill. The Lord provided the need, and the uh, and he sustained us, kind of like the widow woman. She was going to bake a cake for her and her son, and, and then they were going to eat it, and they were going to die. And the preacher told him, he said, look, bake me a cake first, and then for you and your son. And and you wonder why in the world would you want to take all that they have but i believe this i believe if you take care of god's people god's going to take care of you and uh through all of that uh, god really moved and he really made a way and uh, after the surgery it was really amazing because i was having the church to help me pray because you know, you go through cancer, you, you're looking at most of the time, you're going to have to have some kind of treatment, whether it's chemo, radiation. And uh, the doctor come in and and uh, he said, well, there is a, uh, you, well, first of all, he said you have stage two uh, cancer. 
And uh, he said, but there's just a 20% chance of ever, ever coming back. My wife's crying, and me and the doctor looked at her, and we said, well, that means it's an 80% chance that it's not going to come back. And so uh, God is able. Our perception, I believe, will go a long ways in what God does for us, our faith in him. And uh, I've just, I just decided years ago that I was going to trust in God, and I was going to just have my faith in him and and um, God brought me through that I didn't have to go through no treatments no radiation no chemo and uh, God really did a wonderful work um, I was in church one night and the church was continually praying for me brother John and and uh, there was one night and you can say I'm crazy all you want to I don't care I know God and I know what God can do but there was one night, Brother John, and this was before the surgery, I was going to have to have bone scans done because the levels in my bones were showing signs for cancer. And uh, one night I was just kind of waiting, you know, kind of like the Pool of Bethesda, whenever they were waiting. Once a year, the waters would be troubled. I was waiting for that right time, Brother John, to have prayer. And before I could get up off the piano to uh, go down for prayer, folks and i started feeling the urge this is the time and uh needless to say before i could get up they was just come around me surrounded me and begin to pray for me but i mean as soon as they laid their hand back here on my right kidney brother john there was a heat sensation that i i've never felt before i have felt god's touch before but to feel it in that magnitude i have never and uh immediately that heat went from the top of my head to my feet and it lasted for the longest and I believe right then and right there God capsuled that that was on the kidney because when the doctor come in he said it was clear cell renal carcinoma he said it was capsuled to your kidney it did not get into your bloodstream. He said it didn't get into the fatty tissues of your kidney. It didn't get into the stem where it's connected. Now, when we had talked to him, you know, before all of this, my wife asked him because he was on and on and on about how large it was. And my wife asked him, he said, well, how, how long in your experience does it take to get that big? And he said, well, it, it's kind of been in there 10 to 15 years. And if anybody has had to go through cancer, we know that uh, it's a hand of God to stop it. And I believe right then, that night, Brother John, I believe God capsuled that. The bone levels are still high, showing that there's still cancer. But every time I go to the doctor and get blood work, those levels are continually going down. Now, this is without chemo. This is without radiation. So if you've come to tell me that God isn't a healer, you've come too late. Because God has proven to me time and time again that he's a healer. And that's been two years ago. Well, for the past year, year and a half, I've been experiencing other things. And uh, a nurse told me one time, and, and I believe God sends us to the right people. And uh, she told me, she said, you know, God gives the toughest battles to his strongest warriors. And uh, I've always been, Lord, whatever you have, whatever you want to do for me, do to me, that's fine. I've got trust and confidence in you. You made this body. And uh, so uh, I just, okay, God, just you've got confidence in me. 
whatever it is, you know, we're going to get through this. And uh, through all of that, I've got a tumor that has started growing in my chest. And uh, church began to pray. And, uh, well, it's not cancer. It's benign. But they are talking about still needing to remove it. Uh, back in October, I want to think it was, uh, they found a tumor on my brain. And uh, that, you know, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> you know, after going through it once, and even though God had brought me through it, the flesh side of me wanted to come up. I believe the enemy wanted to attack my mind and attack my faith. And by all means, he has. For the last several months, my body has went down. I went, and there's a, not really nobody that knows this. Uh, just a few people I've talked to. But um, the last can, scan I had done with a six-month checkup, Brother John, uh, they removed my whole right kidney. And for the next uh, three years, I've got to go and have scans done every six months. Well, for the past uh, two years, had nothing ever showed up. But now, they're saying there is a small spot that's done come up on my left kidney. And I'm having issues with the kidney not functioning right. It's not filtering right. Uh, but still yet, Brother John, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. And I feel like I've sowed faith. I've been faithful to God for 30-something years. I ain't far, I mean, I'm far from perfect. But God, and let me say, but God, has been there. And uh, I was talking to someone that when I was telling them about this, and they said, well, how in the world can you have a smile on your face? How can you be so positive? <laughs> All I could tell them was God. But God, I mean, he, I told him, I said, he is the one that spoke this world into existence. He, I mean, literally, Brother John, everything we have in this world, the trees, the moon, the stars, he spoke it all into existence. And he, the thing that he spoke into existence, the dust from the earth, the thing that he spoke into existence, he formed man. He formed us in his image. And then not only that, but he breathed his breath of life into us. And so my question is, who else am I going to have trust and faith and confidence in? Who else has that kind of power? Why not just go ahead and resolve to give it all to God? Let God take care of it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm weak in body. Yeah, I'm drained. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being weak and I'm tired of being drained. But one thing I ain't tired of, I ain't tired of having my faith in God. I'm not tired of having confidence in God because he's been there with me. He's been there with me since day one. I could go from the time I was born till now. I'm just a few days short of being 50. God has been with me, brought me through so many trials and so many tests and every one of them, I've put a smile on my face. If you put a smile on your face, you're confusing the devil because he wants to think that he can bottle our faith up. He wants to try to hinder us. 
But if we can come to the house of the Lord and find some kind of, and your best might not be as somebody else's best. You, your 100% might not be as much as somebody else's 100% when you come to God, come to his house to worship, or you go out into the world. But if you give your life to God, and you give it your very best, can't nobody beat that. And so let me encourage you today, whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter if it's physical, if it's uh, finances, whatever you're going through, God is big enough. My pastor said, Brother Contrary, he says, God is big enough, bad enough, rough enough, tough enough, and got stuff enough to take care of it. And so I have that faith, and I have that trust and confidence in God. So trusting God, that's, that, that's, that's the only thing I can say, is trusting God. And whenever I'm laying in my casket, whenever God decides, and I say when God decides, because he's the one that gives and takes life. The devil went to Job, or to God, and said, uh, and God asked him, Brother John, he said, he asked him, where are you going? And he said, I've been up and down, to and fro. And uh, God asked him, have you considered my servant Job, a perfect and upright man? And, and the devil said, well, how can I? You got a hedge around him. I can't get to him. And we all know the story. He lost his friends. He lost his family. But God never lost, or Job never lost his integrity in God. He kept his faith in God. And in the end, he prayed for his friends that turned their backs on him. And in the end, God blessed Job, double of everything he has ever had. And so let me encourage you, hold on, give it to God, have faith, have trust, have confidence in him, because I promise you, he'll bring you through. Amen, Brother Scott. Um one thing I want to just kind of add, um, you're talking about being faithful. And that's something that I've, I'm a huge believer in. Um, I was raised that way. Anyone that knows my family knows uh, my uncle, which was my pastor growing up. He pushed us to be faithful. And, and even now, uh, but sitting under Brother Contreras, he has the same mindset, the same mentality. Um, and one thing that people don't know, a lot of people don't know, it's kind of a, like a joke here at our church, um, is that Brother Scott has been has attended this church longer than our pastor and pastor's wife right now. Um, he's been here longer than they have, um, and I think that, that there's something to be said in that, Brother Scott, is the fact that not only were you faithful to God or still faithful to God, but you've been faithful in one church, and God, God, I think God honors that because God sees it's it's so easy, and you see it so many times that we move here there when we get our feelings hurt or someone over here might be doing something a little bit newer than what we're doing right now so I'm going to go see, check out what they're doing it's just different things but despite everything despite over the years everything that has happened you have continued to stay faithful and you have continued to trust in God uh, no matter what and so uh, like I said there's definitely something to be said for that um, but Scott I just want you to know we love and appreciate you um, and everything you did for this church um, we also we often hear about it's the small things in life that matter, and if people that don't know Brother Scott can understand that he's all about the small things. Uh, this is a man that faithfully during the summer will um, mow the grass when it needs to be done. Um, last year we had to remodel our sanctuary. Uh, Brother Scott could have been out doing everything else he anything else he wanted to do, but he was here making sure the church got done in time. I think we're getting ready for anniversary service. 
um, making sure that things are ready and prepared for that event. And so that's just the mindset that he has. And so, um, like I said, we love you guys. We love and appreciate you. We're praying for you. Uh, we know God's got this. Um, no matter the situation, God's got it. And uh, if he's healed you before, he'll do it again. And uh, we, we, we love and trust that God that we serve. Um, so thank you again for tuning in. Uh, again, this was the Rags to Riches uh, podcast. We appreciate you listening um, and tuning in. Until next time, God bless.